2: is somebody who has got all the pulling power at the moment when it comes to new contract negotiations. Uh, And that is Hannah Wilkinson, of course, football fern striker and striker for Melbourne City FC as well. Uh, Hannah joins us on the phone. Five goals in a game yesterday uh, set the A-League women's record. Congratulations, Hannah. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: it was an epic game. Um, Super stoked about it.
2: Yeah, I bet. I bet. Have you, uh, it is, as I said, uh, the perfect time to get your manager or your agent to uh, maybe knock on Melbourne City's door and ask for an improved deal uh, going into into next year? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, we haven't finished the season yet,
0: so let's focus on that yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop with, uh, with Melbourne. Um, you know, knock on Chelsea's door. Let's go a little bit further. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully. But uh, yeah, we've still
1: got more games and hopefully more performances like that, that'd be
2: awesome. Yeah, I mean, the team seems to be coming together really, really well, and uh, is, is it even sweeter that you get to score five goals in a match against your big city rivals against the victory?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this game was some, like one that we really had to, you know, go out there and win, because you know, we we lost against them the, the first time we played them, and it was just so gutted, because we did actually play pretty well in that game, and just couldn't really put any chances together, so we kind of look back at that, and Learned, you know, what we needed to do differently and it certainly came together. Um, it was just such a team performance. I know I finished a lot of, of, of the goals, but uh, altogether that was that was such a, a good um, unified team performance for us.
2: Yeah, well, you didn't just finish a lot of the goals, you finished all of the goals, Hannah. Quite greedy. Uh, did anybody <laughs> give you any any stick? I mean, uh, was there any point that you pe- people are going, square ball, it's my turn, come on, surely?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean... Um, but you know what? It's, it's just kind of the mentality that we had. Like I think collectively we we're thinking like, doesn't matter how many we draw, well, we just got to keep going until we kind of bury them, you know. <laughs> so we got to kind of, you know, when it's a der- derby match like that, you just got to. It's so. It feels so good to be, um, you know, dominating teams like that. You just can't help but want, want more and more. Um, and so yeah, I guess that's the kind of mentality I had as well.
0: So definitely you guys would never ever employ the uh mercy rule if you have got, got twenty goals ahead like the England women's <laughs> team the other day.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's that's something that I think is so good though, because you can't just kinda of be comfortable with like a one 0 or two 0 lead. It's just like let's we wanna win, we wanna win properly. Like it's like our performance against Adelaide last a uh, couple of weeks ago it was like we were up two one but we were like, you know, we'll just keep going, we will go keep Trying to score, so that we did. We scored in the last like 90, 94th or fifth minute for a three one win, rather than a two one. I think that's the difference with this team is that we just want to dominate.
2: And dominate is is what you have been doing, uh, Hannah. And you know that's it's, it's tracking very well already for the season. Are you, of course, top of the golden uh, boot race uh, in terms of the team? You've got a couple of other Kiwis there. We've got more Kiwis running around in this competition than ever before. I think now.
1: Yeah, so on city we've got uh, Scotty obviously, mm-hmm. and we've got Melissa um, Vandermeer who's in squad, and um, in the other competition we've got Cordia who's actually uh, centre back for Victory, um, and who else is there?
2: We got Paige Satchel, uh, up at Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. yeah,
1: yep, in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be our next challenge. I think they're at the top of the table at the moment uh, with with all, winning all their games so um yeah we'll, we'll be looking to to go for the next
2: <laughs> what did, what did you make of last night the uh, Sydney FC West Sydney Wanderers game of course uh, finished nil all um Sydney FC were the big favorites in that but that was probably possibly the most memorable ponytail pull I have seen since John <laughs> Key
1: <laughs> I did see that actually yeah that was shocking and uh pretty surprised it was only a yellow to be honest but yeah. it's kind of knew red card material <laughs> it looked I mean, like a
0: WWE move. It
2: was. I mean, you could do somebody's neck with that, couldn't you? I
1: exactly. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean... That's um, why you have long hair, though, isn't it, Ricardo? Just hoping someone's going to pull your hair.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've tried it around John Key a few times. He never <laughs> seems to touch my ponytail, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Hannah, you've been known to rock one. Have you ever had one pulled uh, that hard?
1: No, uh, look... There's a
2: reason I've done my hair now. Not no more long ponytails. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. You've learned. You've learned. I mean, yeah. That was that was crazy. I was, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: exactly. I was talking to um, uh, Chris Kerr, who's a FIFA accredited referee here, and he's like, "That's a red card all day." Didn't understand how yeah. how that how that wasn't a, a red card. I mean, it's it's a funny thing in the uh, in the A League, both men's and women's. It uh, Seems to seem to be a few refereeing decisions we don't we don't fully understand, mate. But I guess when you're scoring five goals in a game, you're not that bothered, are you?
1: <laughs> no, not this time round. Not really. You know, the game before though, we did have a pretty dodgy ref, like you know, um, shirt pulling and just kind of holding back on the on the cards. You know, like mm. you know, when you're on your way to the goal and you got your shirt pulled, that's a yellow. But the refs seem to be pretty lenient with those decisions, which I think is surprising. Obviously, whoever was refereeing.
0: Sydney, they were pretty lenient with that call too. So. Oh, you'd think with uh, COVID, um, COVID restrictions, they'd be really tight on that kind of stuff, wouldn't they? I would have thought yeah. so. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, um, uh, Hannah, what have you made of the Phoenix so far? Of course, you know, we, we always uh, keep an eye on the, on the Phoenix women's side here. Um, and, you know, they, they started well with that draw. Um, they've since had, you know, conceded a few. But I thought last night probably looked the best we've seen them since that first game.
1: Yeah, I think they're um they're obviously getting kind of more established, a little bit better, getting more uh, you know, used to the to the standard. Um, it's it's such an awesome pathway for the you know, the potential young ferns coming through and to get them exposed to that kind of quality. It's it's so good to see. And, you know, I think Lily Lily Affel, the the captain and the goalie is is such a great player and it's so awesome to see her performing. Out there, I know they lost. Was it what was the score of that last game? No, no, yeah, I know one nil no, no. last night, yeah. Right. Right. And it was like yeah, eight it minutes really from time, was so good, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it's awesome. This, you know, it's, it's going to be hard, you know, for them coming into this competition. It's brand new, like, they're brand new team, um, pro- their first professional experience, so it's going to be hard to come through. And you've got to get those games under your belt, um, and get that experience and learn a lot before you start to kind of see things coming together and get the success so it's it's just really cool to see them in there and, and developing and, and coming through so I'm, I'm so excited for the future of that team. Is the,
0: is the main thing that you think that they need to um, to learn and get that experience around is just like the pace of the game or is it skill based as well?
1: I think it's, it's just a matter of learning more and more about the game um, and kind of recognising that you know, the game is faster, so you don't have enough, you don't have that much time on the ball anymore. You know, when you grow up like, you know, in, in uh, your club environments in New Zealand, say, or just like, you know, moving through those sort of uh, stages of development, you kind of find that the, the more professional or more international you get, the less time you have on the ball. That's probably the biggest thing. And um, that's that's usually only learned like through experience. And, um, I guess, like that, they have a, you know, they've got a lot more opportunities, you know, to to recognise that and then to to start becoming more game smart and figuring out, you know, what works well and um, also they just need time together as well. Like more, the more time you spend with a team, the better you're going to get because you need to work on those on-field relationships and dynamics all the time with those same players. So.
0: Yeah, chemistry is um, obviously massive, isn't it? Um, but on the exactly, on the yeah. training field as well, Hannah, um, is there anything you can do to to get used to that tempo? Or is I know I know training's not the same as games, but is there any like techniques or drills that you guys do that um, put a lot of pressure on time on ball?
1: Oh yeah, you kind of um, look to restrict the touches, so it's like two two touch or one touch in any kind of drill, any sort of like possession sort of game. It's it's quite simple, just in a a space. With a set number of players that have the ball and then a set number of players pressing, and just seeing if you can just maintain position of the ball, you know the best team on the, on the day is going to be the team that's going to keep the ball the longest. so the better you are at doing that, the more likely you're going to develop, you know produce chances that are going to win you the game. So it's just as simple as like learning to be comfortable on the ball and knowing you know not to take too many touches unless you have sort of space in front of you if you're attacking. You know, so um, we actually, you know, we do, our coach is fantastic. We do um, kind of the same sort of drills over and over again, which is, you know, it can be repetitive, but it's so good because it kind of drills it into you.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, Yesterday we spoke about superstitions um, a little bit. After scoring five goals, surely there's something you did different yesterday that's now going to become part of your pre-match routine.
1: (laughs) I didn't actually do the only, like, you know, what I do is I, I listen to my own kind of music. I listen to some pretty, like, loud, um, you know, like, rock and roll music usually or just anything that's going to really just get me get me going on my headphones. Uh, so that's always been something that works for me. And then our um, pretty much was actually quite disrupted from a positive case in our team. So we actually, like, were moved in and out of the changing room and, we didn't have a time talk in the changing room or anything. It was quite like, it wasn't usual for us. And that was what was so special about that win too because we just kind of adapted to that and thought like, if they okay, can't control it, let's just focus. So, and that was such a collective mindset. So it was so, awesome to
0: see. So what you're saying is for you to score five goals a game, you're going to have to um, fake a few COVID, COVID cases within your team. Is, is, is that what is that what you're saying? <laughs>
1: Sounds like
2: it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah. it. Sounds like it. Oh. Hey, uh Hannah, uh, I mean if watching the Phoenix women's team from, from this side, um, it feels like what they're really missing is Hannah Wilkinson. Ooh, um yes, or, or a Hannah Wilkinson, if you know what I mean. It, it seems they don't really have that out and out striker. Yeah, I mean, I know that
1: there's a um Greg is a, a tall kind of strong forward that's always looked pretty, str- um, you know, got a lot of potential and I've seen her and played with her a little bit and so she's she could be you know some someone that could certainly make a difference for that team I, I saw that she did she start the last game I'm pretty sure she did eh?
2: yeah she did yeah. yeah yeah. she missed one but yeah. she started the last um, one yeah
1: yeah um, you know the more confidence that she gets the more game time she gets I'm sure that she'll start to really make a difference because she's just a classic number nine too you know um but like I said, you know, that team is extremely young and, um, you know, the more experience they get, the the thing is, you know, what what makes a difference is playing for a team that kind of just, you know, it's a dream being a striker on a team that gives you that kind of service that I had in the game mm. uh, a couple of days ago. You know, it's just an absolute dream. So uh, the better that team gets, I'm sure the, the better the striker's will be because the more chances they'll be given to, to put things away
2: to yeah. Get, um, yeah, and we can't have you on without asking you about uh, Yitka Clover either, the you know football Ferns coach, because uh, she seems in four games to have really uh, changed the, the way the Ferns are playing and they're playing a, a lot more forward passes they look a lot more attacking now I know that you've had a, a few niggles and haven't been able to be involved under her just yet but what do you make of what you've seen?
1: Oh, it's so exciting! Like it's—I've loved watching the develop under under Yitka. She's done a fantastic job. Um, we are starting to look like more of a, um, a, you know, a technical team, and like you said, like attacking base, and that's something we've been missing for a while. And it's so good to see. And I think it also helps that you know, we played in the Olympics, and you know, we didn't get much preparation for that. But it's nice to get those sort of games under the belt after so long apart, um, and lead up to the games that it came in and took over because, you know, we had our build-up just looks so strong and it's, you know, our, we have a base of players that are so, so talented and it was, it sucked not being there, but it was so awesome to watch, um, you know, the progression from those two Canada games where we were coming so close uh, and that second game was, what was that? It was a narrow loss, I think.
2: Mm, yeah, and it was, yeah.
1: in South Korea, just Coming through with the win, that was so awesome to watch. So I'm really excited to join the team again.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, the, the the swing has been marked over just four games. It's amazing how much things have changed, and, and that's really exciting yeah. from a New Zealand football point of view. Hey, Hannah, listen, thanks for, I know you got training to get to shortly, but thanks for coming on and, and, and having a chat. We really appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, go well for the rest of the season. I know Melbourne City uh, women's team will be the, uh, the the number two team for most uh, fans over this side of the ditch, given we've got so many Kiwis running around in it, mate. So, uh, so best of luck, and uh, fingers crossed you can knock Sydney off the top.
1: Awesome. Thank
2: you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, any time, mate. Uh, Hannah Wilkinson there, Football Ferns Melbourne City striker, uh, with five in a game the other day. is an A-League women's record. And, uh, yeah, she's an absolute star now. She's recovered uh, from the knee surgery that she had to have not too long ago. Uh, it is uh, 10.19 here on SENZ Breakfast. Mitch McLennigan and Ricardo Ball in for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.